Hi, I'm Sabrina. And I'm Kyle. We are bringing you the Her Journey by Faith podcast. We are so grateful that you are here to listen to this podcast. We are both wives, moms, occupational therapists by trade, and lifestyle mentors. We have both seen huge positive changes in our own lives as we have learned to surrender our plans to God and follow Him in obedience. We have both felt this huge calling to share our experiences to help you through with our life tips, struggles, and lessons. Together, we will study the truth of God's word, learn to surrender to him, seek him in the good times, the hard times, and find our purpose in this life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Her Journey by Faith podcast. I am Kyle and I am here with Sabrina and we are so thankful that you are here with us today to listen to another topic that God has placed on our hearts to share with you guys today. Today we are going to be talking about technology and that is something that affects every single one of us every single day. Technology has become such a huge, huge part of our lives. And while technology is amazing and there are so many things that it allows us to do, it can also become a distraction and it can pull us away from God if we're not careful about how we are allowing it to impact our lives. So what we really want to talk about today is being able to identify the technology that we use in our lives and just really identifying is this serving me? Is this bringing me closer to God or is this doing the opposite? And I know when we think about technology, we think about our phones and TVs and social media and everything that has to do with screens, because that is the world that we live in today. But I think it's really important to just recognize and be aware that technology goes all the way back to the beginning of the world. (laughs) Technology is talked about and used throughout the Bible, it just looks different. And we'll talk a little bit more about that and how technology was used and how different tools were used in the Bible. So I believe that God brings things to us that further this technological world. But I also believe that there are technological advances that are solely created by man for man's use for evil purposes to glorify man and for selfish reasons. So our job as Christians is just to open our eyes and really be aware of what technology are we using every single day in our lives? What is the purpose behind it? And is it bringing us closer to God or further away from God? Is this something that we really feel like God created to support him and his kingdom? Or is it the opposite? And is it bringing us and the world around us further away from God and further away from his kingdom is what we're doing with this technology. Is it glorifying God or is it doing the opposite? And this topic is so important to Sabrina and I, because with our jobs as virtual health and fitness coaches and our ministry that we're in, we are in a constant attempt to find a never-ending balance with technology. So both of us have become very, very aware of how we use technology every day and how it is impacting our lives. And we have both really tried to become very aware and use discernment with the technology that is used in our lives. So we want to talk about 
our experiences with that and then what the Bible says about technology and different ways that you can use that discernment and really evaluate your own life and look at the technology use that you have and really decide, is this for good or is this for evil? Yes. So the reality is that we can't escape what the world is today. Like Kyle said, technology is everywhere and it's in everything that we do. I was laughing last night when I was thinking about how there's an app for literally everything, but we can control how we use it. And it's important to not let it become an addiction or a tool to drive us into sin. The bottom line is technology should be used as a tool to bring glory to God technology can bring us to sin. There is so much out there that is available by the touch of a button, such as porn, idolatry, and following and believing false info on social media with other people and what they're portraying. Technology can cause us to compare ourselves to others. And we have to remember, which we've talked about before, that God made us And to him, we are perfect and exactly who he wants us to be. Technology can cause us to post for self-gain. I've read somewhere that you actually get a rush when you post or when you get likes or even scroll. And that rush can cause us to want to share more and to want to share more for the wrong reasons. It can cause us to want to keep up with the Joneses. Technology can also become mindlessly used. It can take you away from living your life and being present. Time is a gift and we can't get it back. I love how you mentioned that technology can become an addiction because I think often in today's world, we think of addictions as things that are really, really bad and known to be really, really bad, like drugs or alcohol or porn. But technology in itself, whether it be social media or TV, can become an addiction. And I feel like I have struggled with that in the last few years, especially with growing a business online, because it's really, really hard to separate, okay, I'm doing this for good. This is for my business. I'm using my phone. I'm on my screens. I'm on social media. And then to draw that line of when it's being used for good and when it is turning into that mindless stuff that you had talked about or the scrolling and the comparing to other people. And whether or not you have an online business, I know that especially with social media, it can just make the use of technology become very, very addictive. And something that really opened my eyes probably about a year ago was when my business coach was talking about this obsession with always having to be plugged in, always having to be on our phones, on our social media, in our business with this fear of not missing anything. And he said, instead of taking your phone with you to the bathroom because you're so scared that you're going to miss something, leave your phone on the kitchen counter and take those few minutes to pray for your children. And that was just like a huge, huge wake up call for me because I was definitely in that cycle of this obsession with not wanting to miss out on anything. And it just made me realize that there are so many opportunities in our day that we can put our phones away and just take a few minutes to pray or take five minutes to pick up your Bible. 
So I think we really, really need to be aware of how technology is consuming our lives and are we using it for good or are we allowing it to seep into every single aspect of our lives and just letting it take over and leaving no room for anything else? I can relate to you. I kind of fell into that trap too. And I fell into the trap of sharing my life too much. In fact, I started to live my life through my phone and in front of my phone instead of behind my phone. And so constantly wanting to take pictures and show my life through a filter instead of being present in my life. And it was just so hard to step away from that because I felt like I had to keep up with the Joneses and I had to share everything that I was doing, but it was so freeing when I realized that I wanted to be present and I didn't owe anyone anything. I didn't have to share every part of my life. I could pick and choose what I wanted to share and I needed to learn to control what I was doing with my phone because it was a constant It was kind of an addiction for a while there, Um, but I'm so glad that I just realized that I need to take a step back and it wasn't serving me or my relationship with God to constantly feel like I had to be on it at all times. That is such a good point and so important. Something else that I realized that I really, really used to struggle with was my phone was like the first thing I looked at when I woke up in the morning and the last thing I looked at when I went to bed. And I just realized how negative that was because you can't always control what you see when you're on your phone and when you're on social media or when you're reading emails or what other people are going to say to you. So I realized that what I saw on my phone first thing in the morning, it kind of dictated my day and how it went. And I just got to the point where I knew that I needed God to be the first thing that I thought about every morning and the first person that I talked to in the morning and the last person that I talked to before I went to bed in order to really just keep myself at peace and allow God and myself to determine how my day was going to be and how my day was going to end. So something that I had to do was first of all, become aware of that. And then I had to set boundaries for myself. I had to put rules in place for myself in order to really help me overcome that. So I think that's something that all of us need to really do is open our eyes to be aware of the ways that technology is controlling our lives, the way that it is negatively controlling our lives, and then set rules for ourselves and do whatever we have to do in order to make sure we follow through with that, whether that is putting your phone away or telling your husband what you're doing or having an accountability buddy in it. So what I had to do was I actually plug my phone in my office at night. So I am done working. I'm done with everything. My phone stays in the office and I go to bed and I have my Bible next to my bed and I read my Bible before I go to bed. And then when I wake up in the morning, my phone's not there. So I can't lay in bed and look at my phone. I wake up and I pray. And when I'm getting ready, I just talk to God and I think about positive things that I need to do for my day. And I also make sure that even if I do go in the office, I am reading my Bible and reading my devotional and just praying 
and filling my mind with positivity and filling my heart with God before I jump into work or before I jump into anything else for the day. And it has just been a huge shift in the way that I go about my day because I feel like I am really setting my mind and my heart into the right place and have the right intentions that I need to go about my day. So when looking at how technology and tools go all the way back to the beginning of the the world, the beginning of the Bible, there's nowhere in the Bible that a tool or technology itself is condemned to be evil. The sin comes in because of sinful people and the way that we choose to use it. Like I said before, technology is not a new thing. It has been around. It's just in different forms. And we naturally think of technology as screens and computers and social media because that's the world that we live in today. But when I was reading through the Bible and different ways that technology were used, it was just really eye-opening that this is not a new thing. And I love the example of Cain and Abel. Both, they were brothers and both were created by God with specific skills and talents. And they were given tools, which are simply early forms of technology to work the ground and to care for animals because that was their job. That was what they needed to do. And they used the tools in very different ways. Cain sinned and he chose to use his God-given skills and strengths and the tools that he was given to kill his brother. So again, this just really shows how it's not the tool itself. It's not the technology itself that's evil. It is the way that it's used and the sinful nature of humans that can use it incorrectly and in a sinful way. And then one more example from the Bible is in the book of Exodus. God describes the wisdom and understanding that he had given the Israelites in order to construct a tent of meeting so that his people could come together in his presence and to worship him. And they used those skills to do that. And then they turn around and use those skills for evil and build a golden calf to worship. And this just reveals their idolatry and their lack of faith in God. And once again, this just shows that the exact same skill set and the same tools that God gave these people were first used for good and were then used for evil because of human sin. I love both of those examples. It is such a good reminder, like you said, that technology has been around in different forms and it will continue to be. And it's all about how we choose to use it. At the end of the day, we need to remember that we are just focused and our ultimate goal is to bring glory to God. This reminds me of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That is our purpose. God created us to bring him glory in whatever we do. And so when we pick up our phones, we need to remember, is this bringing God glory or is this taking me away from God or my life as a Christian? When speaking and thinking about how technology can become an addiction and something that you feel like you are a slave to. I'm thinking of a conversation that we had in our Bible study group last week. One of the ladies was talking about how her family was asking her if she was okay because she hadn't posted on social media. It's so eye-opening how much of an expectation it is now to post on social media. And if you're not showing up there, something might be wrong 
And instead of just picking up the phone and calling or texting the person that you love, you are instead looking at their social media page. It kind of puts a wall between you and your family members, but also it makes the person who's has that expectation on them feel like they are a slave or they are tied to the social media world today. And this reminds me of first Corinthians chapter six, verse 12, which is all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. And at the end of the day, we have to remember that we are in control of what we do with our day, with our time. And we shouldn't have to fall to those worldly things, to those expectations that others may place on us just because everybody's doing it. So today we want to share with you guys some tips and different ideas that you could possibly use to help you to be in control of technology and not let it control you and your world. The tips that we're going to share are tips that Kyle and I use every single day and more so in the last year when we realized that technology was starting to control us and become an addiction in our lives. It's easy to fall in that trap. So don't feel guilty if you are there, but it's also easy to make the changes that you need. So technology is no longer a ruler in your life. The first tip that we have is to use discernment when it comes to technology. Make sure you pay attention to the apps that you are downloading and the people that you are following and how they are affecting you. If somebody is sharing things that you don't necessarily agree with or that are not in line with the beliefs that you have as a Christian, remember that you are easily influenced by what you are being exposed to on social media and all the various apps and media outlets. Agendas are being pushed on different commercials and ads, but always the true word and the truth comes from the Bible. And so you want to keep your mind there. And I just love that Kyle starts and ends her day with the Bible and prayer, because at the end of the day, that's putting on the armor of God. And that is making sure she has a shield between the technology world today. Tip number two is you want to have a set time and rules when it comes to technology in your family. Kyle was talking about this, how she leaves her phone in her office at night. You can have a basket in the kitchen. You can have your phones in the drawer. You can have no phones at the dinner table. For me, this is something new that I'm trying to implement in my life with my kids because they all do have tablets and access to technology. But I always remember that my kids are going to do what I do. And so I'm asking that if I'm asking them to put away their phones or their tablets, then I need to model that. And so now, especially as they're getting older, I'm really using them as my accountability, because if I go to pick up my phone, I think, do I want my kids to see me on my phone right now? Because they're going to model that. And I want them to experience life, not as technology as a wall in their life. I love that you said that. I think all of those rules as a family are so important. And aside from my personal rules, like with bedtime and morning time, my husband and I have really talked about reducing how much our kids see us on our phone. So just like you said, just being aware of, am I picking up my phone for a reason or am I just getting on here because, and I think it's really important to be on the same page as family so that you are showing your kids what you want them to see and not see when it comes to the use of technology. And the third tip that we have really kind of flows out of that. And this is to track your screen time use. And this can be phones, this can be TV, really think about what areas of your life you feel like are controlling you and 
track how often you're using those and set goals in order to decrease or even eliminate. So there's different ways that you can do this. I have an iPhone, so I can only speak for iPhones, but there is a tool in the iPhone that tells you your average screen time for the day and for the week and what apps you're using. So I think it's really important to look at that and be aware of that and then set goals for yourself that align with your work. Maybe you need your phone for work and that's fine, but really think about how much do I actually need my phone? How much am I actually using it for good? And then how much am I using it to do things that are not glorifying God and set those goals for yourself and find a way to set boundaries and make you stick with them. And another tip that I talked about a lot already is starting and ending your day with Bible and prayer and not technology. And I do want to add in that I know a lot of people use a Bible app for your phone, which is technology. And that's fine. If you do that, just be aware of it and make sure that you open your phone and you go straight to your Bible app and then you put it away and that you're not getting into everything else on your phone that you do not need to be in. And another tip is to really evaluate how you're using technology throughout your day. How does it make you feel? Does it replenish you or does it make you feel unfulfilled? So I would suggest if you're really just getting into this, actually logging every time you use technology in your day and then log, how does this make me feel? And is it being used for good? Is it hurting me? And use that information that you give yourself in order to be able to track your screen time and set those boundaries. And then the last tip that I want to leave you guys with is if you need this, pair up with somebody to help hold you accountable, whether that's your husband, whether that's a friend. If you can't do it by yourself, if you're having a really hard time breaking those chains and removing that control that technology has over your life, talk to somebody that you trust, that you know is on the same page with you, that has the same beliefs as you, and help each other to turn to God instead of technology. I have a friend who we were talking about our screen time and every Sunday when our phone would give us that screen time report, we would send it to each other and it would tell us if our screen time was up, if it was down and how much we were on our phones for the last week. And that was just really helpful to be able to have that extra accountability with somebody else and not just with myself. I love that you have that screen report being sent to somebody like having that accountability buddy is huge. And I kind of use my husband as my accountability buddy right now. He uses me for his as well, because we are both, like I said, trying to cut down the screen time in our home, even when it comes to just having the TV on. And we know that mindless scrolling, mindless TV is not benefiting any of us and we're not connecting as much as a family. So having that accountability buddy has been huge for us as well. In closing, I want to share this Bible verse from Revelation chapter four, verse 11. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will, they existed and were created. It is so important to remember that God did create technology and everything in the world. It's how we use it. And it is not technology that's evil. It's what man has chosen to do with it that can be evil. It is our job to find where it fits into our lives as Christians so we can live out our lives and bring glory to God. That I'm going to go ahead and have Kyle close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all of the gifts and tools that you have created for us. I pray that you will just surround all of our listeners with your 
wisdom and knowledge and help us to be able to use discernment when using technology and when using all of those different resources, as well as the skills that you have given us individually. I pray that you will help us to be aware of the ways in which we are using technology and that you can help guide us to be able to use technology for good and to glorify you and your kingdom. And that if there are areas in our lives that we are using technology in a sinful way, or if it is controlling our lives or turning into an addiction or pulling us away from you, that you will open our eyes to that and help us to take the steps that we need to in order to be able to remove the negative technology in our lives so that we can turn to you and that all of our focus can be on you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to tune in with us. We pray that this episode spoke to you and helped reveal some of God's truth in your life. If this message was helpful to you, we ask that you do us a huge favor and share it with others to help spread God's word. You can help us by subscribing to the Her Journey by Faith podcast to make sure you always hear what's new. Write us a review on iTunes, send this episode to a friend, or share it on your Instagram and tag us at Her Journey by Faith. We can't wait to chat with you next week. Until then, go out and shine God's light and truth.